Hello, everyone, and welcome to the My ELA Class podcast. This is episode one. Uh, My ELA podcast, My ELA Class podcast, uh, comes out of myelaclass.com, which is a website that I started recently uh, to help resource ELA teachers. I tell people all the time, it seems like the math people have all the fun. They've got Khan Academy. They got all these other online resources and just just cool stuff they can do with uh, digital technology. And it just seems hard to find those similar resources uh, for ELA. There are some great ones out there. Some great stuff on TED.com, the TED Talks. Uh, there's TED Ed, which has some uh, great stuff geared towards ELA and things you can have discussions about in class and write papers on. Uh, some good stuff there, but for the most part, you know, th- that's the exception to the rule. That's the exception to the rule. So what I wanted to do was create a, a website where I could share resources that I've collected, thoughts, have conversations, uh, comments back and forth with other ELA teachers and sort of build a resource for other ELA teachers. And this podcast is just uh, one more resource added to the pile, so to speak. Uh, so my, my ELA class podcast episode one, and the the goal here is just to give you some ideas, start a conversation uh, about teaching ELA and using different resources, different technologies, different approaches, tools, uh, all those things. Um, if you go to the website myelaclass.com, you will find some resources. I have right now. I have some Google Slides templates up that are um, simple. They are small in the sense that there's not a ton of slides to them, but you can pack a lot of information and engage the students without boring them to death with a bunch of text on a page, on, on a slide, just just text after text, just reading uh, along with your students as something's on the screen. That's not engaging. Um, so I've created a slideshow, a uh, Google slide presentation on there that um, is easy to use it's it's engaging. We'll talk about more about that later, um, but I encourage you to go check that out under the resources tab. There are also some videos. Um, one of the videos, I explain how I made the slide. If you want to go make your own or try and make one similar, just use those techniques in the slides that you are making or already have. Uh, there's also a blog, and you know I just share some thoughts there, um, and other resources as well. Uh, some of the other videos are actually videos you can use for a flipped classroom. Um, I use these in my classroom to flip it and uh, talk about everything from plot development and diagramming to conflict to characterization, metaphors, you know, figurative language stuff. Um, all sorts of different resources. Uh, some of them are up right now on the website under the videos tab on, the, on that page. Some of them are coming later. I'm still I'm working on sort of uh, building a collection of these um, d- this summer to launch them uh, in the fall when school starts as we go through those different uh, areas. So myelaclass.com, there are resources you can download, videos you can watch and use, and also a blog that you can read and comment on and join the conversation with me as we uh, work together on this uh, ELA teachers. So. Uh, the next resource is obviously this podcast, right? And the purpose of the podcast is just to share additional thoughts, um, have a conversation in just a different medium, talk about these resources. Uh, and additionally, um, 
using this to use to, to review tools, to review other resources. Um, there are a lot of great things out there, like I said, TED Ed, um, and different things like that. That uh, you know, I would love to share some of those resources with you, review some of those, talk about the pros and cons. Um, and mostly though, it's just to have a conversation. It's to start the conversation. And um, I like to talk when we have conversations. That's how conversations work. Um, unfortunately, I can't have a phone call with every ELA teacher that um, that is out there. I mean, that would be great if we could all, you know, just conference call, have, you know, uh, those sort of one-on-one brainstorming. I love, I love to just uh, sit and have a conversation over a cup of coffee and come up with ideas and share thoughts. And that's, that's great. It's fun, but we can't all do that. So this is just uh, sort of a, a scaled up version of that, a scalable version of that, being able to do the podcast. And so I encourage you uh, in the podcast to, you know, uh, listen, uh, take down notes. Uh, if you have thoughts, comment, uh, come back to the blog and comment, uh, email me, any of those number of things, all that can be found on the website, myelaclass.com, and join the conversation because that's really what this is intended to be, is a conversation. And uh, one of the big parts of the conversation is one of the big conversations that I like to have and that I think we need to have is the conversation about technology in the classroom. Technology in the classroom is a big thing um, that I think a lot of teachers are scared of. We're scared of technology. We're scared of change. I'm scared of change. And I'm sure you are as well, because change is new, change is different. We're not ready for it, and uh, it, it's it's fearful. But without change, you know, any good ELA teacher will tell you that. You know, th- there has to be a change in order for a story to be interesting. And I want your story to be interesting. I want you to be interesting to your students, and so that the message can come across, so that the information can can really be internalized by them, and they can uh, it'll make them better better writers, better readers, better students, and better people. And so uh, technology is huge. Technology is huge. And technology is great, even though it can be scary. Um, I like to think that, you know, we use words like, you know, technology is, you know, it's the way of the future or it's, you know, uh, the, the, the new tools for a new day. Well, yeah, sure. But I think it's the tools for today right now like this is the new day technology is not education of tomorrow technology is about education today and it's not um, if technology is incorporated into your classroom it's when you can either choose to do something with technology in classroom or you can wait till your principal uh, comes in and says all right here's what you have to do you know we're taking this standardized test at you know the uh, end of the year and we're going to do it on technology we're going to take it on technology so your kids better be ready and familiar with these tools um, when the time comes you know so you can either do it willingly and be ready for it when those things happen or hold out to the end and be forced into it and I know I'm probably preaching to the choir here Uh, you're listening to a podcast you probably already have a grasp on technology or at least interested in technology um, I find that most people who are into podcasts, you know, are tech kind of people, you know, us nerdy folk. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's Im- it's important, and I think we need to uh, embrace it cautiously, wisely, 
not to just uh, try to incorporate every piece of technology and resource under the sun, but be smart about it and um, try stuff, test it out, keep it if we like it, get rid of, of it if we don't. Um, and again, that's part of the thing I want to do here with this podcast is review some of those resources, uh, show you some of the pros and cons, maybe give you a heads up on some bugs or issues with certain technologies so that you can uh, better choose for yourself whether it's a good fit for your classroom or not. And maybe help you have a more successful experience with a certain piece of technology or resource or tool that you might not have had had you just jumped into it cold turkey. Um, I know I had that similar experience uh, with that when I um, tried to get into Google Classroom the first time. Uh, I was a brand new teacher and um, Google Classroom seemed cool. You know, it seemed interesting. Uh, I was really into like, what is it? You know, what can I do with it? And, you know, I, I logged into it. Our our district had, um, had the Google Apps for Education already, you know, a part of our system. So I was able to log into it, but I just, I couldn't figure it out. And I fumbled around with it and just kind of, uh, blindly uh, fumbled through the dark trying to figure out what to do with Google Classroom. Uh, and that seems silly to me now just because it is so simple and so intuitive. But sometimes it takes just seeing it being used before you can figure out how you can use it yourself. And that's what it took. It was another teacher who was using it, um, just uh, it, using it very lightly, like not extensively in his classroom, just for one or two assignments. But uh, this teacher had it up, had it running, had his kids in it, and it was successful. And I thought, that's really cool. I could do X, Y, Z with that in my classroom. And so I started with X and then incorporated Y and then Z and then went back to the beginning and started with A, B, and C and just kind of went through the whole, like, I, I just, I love it. And I've been using it a lot. And uh, it's a great tool. It's a great tool for me and it's a great tool for my students. It's, it's a great tool for parents all around. It's awesome. Uh, but I, I needed a little bit of guidance, a little bit of direction, you know, somebody to just come in and kind of point me in the right direction and then let me, uh, wander and explore in that area. And then later, you know, I came back and found new directions to go in, new things to do with it. So, uh, it just takes sort of that initial push, that, that initial help, that initial vision of here's how I use it it may help you figure out what works for you. So that's part of what we want to do here as well. And again, using technology in the classroom is all about trial and error. You've got to try it, see what works, see what doesn't, and then compare, you know, well, the, the effort and the time and uh, even sometimes, you know, money. Uh, I know that's a, a, a bad word for teachers, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, a Chromecast comes to mind as one of those things. Uh, a Chromecast is a great tool and um, I've used it. I've gone back and forth with the Chromecast and other tools as well, other versions of things of streaming uh, devices. The Chromecast is great, but it, it costs, you know, like 30, I want to say $38 or so, you know, to buy the Chromecast. And you, you've got to weigh that and, um, Again, it's great to see someone else using that first and seeing how they're using it, how you could use it. Maybe borrow one from someone if you, you know, 
have access to that, borrow it for a week and try it out before you commit to spending the money on it. Because again, you got to weigh that that balance between is it worth the time I have to put into this? Is it worth um, the the energy and the effort it's going to take to learn something new uh, based you know, compared to what I'm going to get out of this and the money too? You know, it, it's a return on investment. It's a return on uh, your financial investment, your emotional investment, and the investment of your time. Okay, because it's going to take time to learn new things and do this trial and error process. Uh, but I would argue that a lot, maybe even you know, most, I, I would even say most of the resources that, that you try are worth the time and effort you put into it and the trial and error that goes into trying to, to figure out new things and incorporate new and different technologies in your classroom. Um, I think it's worth it. Uh, but you got to balance that cost and all those different costs. Um, and so we're going to talk more about that in the future, different technologies, different resources. Um, coming up in the next episode, I want to specifically address uh, a free resource that is an amazing resource. And if you're not utilizing this, uh, you're selling yourself short, you're missing out, uh, you're, you're wasting precious time and energy that could be uh, addressed with this. And I, I love this resource. I'm just saying, you know, it may not be right for you. It, it really may not be right for you. But uh, Google, the Google apps that um, that you can use in your classroom, everything from email to Google Drive to Google Docs. And one of my personal favorites, Google Forms. Google Forms is amazing. Okay, if you give any sort of multiple choice quiz or test or anything like that, and you are taking papers home and grading them by hand, you need to stop doing that right now because Google Forms uh, can eliminate a lot of the, you know, it, it can take those hours you spend at your uh, dining room table uh, going through and hand scoring all those multiple choice quizzes. It can take that and give you those hours back. And for me, that is an amazing return on investment. That is definitely worth uh, the time and energy that it's going to take to learn something new with these Google Forms. Uh, and it's free. It doesn't cost anything, right? Um, all it costs is the time you put into uh, creating your email address, right? So it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So that's one of the first things uh, we're going to look at is Google and all of the wonderful apps that it has to offer educators. And even if you don't have Google Apps for Education, these are still tools that you can use. The way you use them will be a little different than uh, someone who whose district has signed up for Google Apps for Education. Um, but still, you can still use these resources. Uh, so it's good stuff. Um, I'm really excited about this, and um, I hope that this is helpful. That's the main thing I want, is for this to be helpful to other teachers, helpful to other educators, um, and to really be uh, a conversation starter, not just me blabbing on into um, the atmosphere about all this random stuff. So if it helps you, uh, write a review, uh, rate us on, on, uh, on iTunes or whatever. Um, that really does help. Um, just let us know what's going on, what's going well with this, what's, what can we improve on? Um, especially if it helps you, let us know that it helps you because that's 
that's what the goal is. That's what I want it to see is to help other teachers um, and to be a resource in that way. So that's it for, for right now. Again, uh, don't miss episode two where we get into the wonderful world of Google. Uh, again, I'm Josh. This is uh, my ELA class podcast. And you can find out more information at myelaclass.com. Uh, rate us on iTunes. You can, um, you can also check me out on Twitter. There's a link on the website. And there's also a Facebook page. So all kinds of ways to get in touch and connect. So get on there. Uh, let's, let's talk. Let's talk.